No intro tonight, people. It's a very sad day. Queen Elizabeth II sadly passed away, but nothing we do or don't do at a Burkamp Wonderland is going to make any difference to anything. So maybe this might even cheer you up. Personally, I like the royal family. I like the Queen. And she was a gooner. Her mum was a gooner. And maybe this is what she wanted. But either way, let's get on with the show. And uh, with me this afternoon, tonight, this morning, wherever you are, Stan, I think it is, uh, is it nearly midday there? Yes, it's five minutes to midday here on uh, Vancouver on this on this very sad day. Mm. Um, yeah, what do you think about the lineups? Because uh, that's all really we've got to talk about because the game itself was absolute pants. Um, well, I, I knew there was going to be rotation and for me it was interesting to see now with Eddie starting the game you know, how he was going to contribute throughout it because he hasn't really given us much so far in the way of end product in the first five games. So that was quite intriguing. And I was a little bit concerned because I've always kind of felt that with our second string players, if that's what you want to call them, when you sprinkle one or two into our first team, we can get away with it. But I've always felt that a lot of them playing all together in one team is always a little bit dangerous. So I was kind of glad to see the the blend that we had in there, you know, because Tomiyasu and Tierney, you could really still call them um, first-team players, right? So that they were in there to help us along. And it was interesting to see, obviously, that Marquinhos was going to make his debut. I haven't seen anything of him. I know that he's played some under-21 games, but I've not seen any of them. Heard good reports. So I was looking forward to seeing that. Um, and obviously, as well, the, um, the, the, the ninja signing that we made in the summer transfer window of um I'm gonna call him uh, I'm gonna call him Teabag because he really reminds me of Teabag from Prison Break does Fabio Vieira. Apart from uh, he's old, got one, one more hand. Yeah old Theodore Bagwell there and I was really interested to see how he was going to do playing in that Odegaard role. So um the lineup for me it was quite exciting to see because there was a few unknown quantities that I was excited at looking at but I was a bit concerned. Hmm Let's uh, say hello to some of the people in the chat. Deke is there. Data is there. Very sad for whom? Well, people, whether you're sad or you're not sad, this isn't the place for it. You can go on Twitter and, and shout at people who do or don't agree with you. Personally, I'm, I'm a bit sad about it, but I'm also nauseous because I'm back on my uh, arthritis injections. I can move like Michael Jackson, but I feel sick as a dog. You can't win, can you? Sai says the game is boring. Boring. Uh, Paul Nell said, glad no one got injured and we move on. Uh, Berg Gunner, evening, weird game, nothing impressive, but a win is a win, etc. And so on, Rudy. It's all about to about a win in the European League, Europa League group stages. PSV only won one at home to Gimlet. Well, that's... Oh, pardon me, that's something. Uh, BX Gunner, hello, Danny. Hello, Stan. I've added in the hello bits he didn't put there. And lots of numbers. I've had a coffee. It always makes me feel ill. I should stop drinking it, really. Uh, and lots of numbers said, good good result expected. Oh, God, here we go. Fucking horrendous game. You see, you see, for me, Danny, this is a weird one because to watch the Europa League games, I've got to, I've got to watch it on a naughty stream. And the one that I found, the yes. one that I, I know you look startled there, the one that I found... It didn't have any commentary on it. So it was a weird one because this will come into play a little bit later in the second half because I see a lot of people are saying uh, boring, boring about the game. And um, I was really intently watching this game up until the first half. 
And then in the first, and then during the first half, when uh, you know we got the bad news and that, I had my mum phoning me and this and that and that. So I didn't really get much attention to the second half. And obviously, because there was no commentary, usually I could have, I can train my ear to listen to the game and talk on the phone at the same time. Hmm. So I didn't have that. So is it a fact? Is it a case then that the second half was the boring, boring part? Because what I saw in the first half, I was quite enjoying it. I had it muted as well because I was listening to Sky News, listening to what's going on with uh, with all the people gathering around and hearing people trying to make a sentence last longer because they had nothing to say. And I got bored and turned it off. I mean, uh, radio is, I usually listen to radio, talk radio, LBC, Radio 5. I listen to that most days all day. Won't be doing that anymore because it's going to be uh, monotonous. But the game, first half was really good. But the second, I mean, the say, I've got to say that I've got four notes for the first half. Oh, yeah. Okay. But the second half was, uh, and they decided to come out in the second half and put their foot down and go, no, there will be no football played here today. We are going to break you and stop you. And plus, no, only one only one of our players turned up today. So take it you've made notes uh, with little minutes next to them, have you? For the first half, I've got loads of notes. It's the second half, oh, which, good. Is a bit, which is a bit I've got sparse. loads for the second. Okay. My first note, sixth minute. Gabriel and Turner, fuck up. What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> what have you got down for that? My very first note, actually, was the first thing that I noticed was, uh, did you notice everybody was holding up big blue sweetie wrappings? What was that about? Yeah. I was like, God, what no. does that mean? Probably it a was protest. Like, cause it was they, like they posh, posh wrapping paper or quality street sweetie paper. So I just wondered if anybody knew what the significance of that was, because that just caught my eye. But yeah, like you, on 6 minutes 20... Yeah, I've got uh, Matt Turner has a bit of a panic attack, doesn't he? And decides that he's going to pass to one of their players, who then hits the post. So that was quite a, that, a, a, that was quite a scary moment at the very beginning of the game. There, it's shocking, isn't it? Like Deke says here, Danny's mum called the results. She couldn't name a single Arsenal player. She's an Arsenal fan. I made her a fan, but uh, she she didn't give a damn about it. But she was right. Um, it was it's very strange. It was almost like the same sort of fuck up that we would get with um with Ramsdale in goal and I've been a little bit harsh on Ramsdale this season saying that he's 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 been a bit of a Almunia-ish but it seems to be the defense of putting our goalkeepers in this position and making their lives unnecessarily hard because that was a stupid thing to do wasn't it you don't do a pass back to your goalkeeper when he's standing right on the very edge of his box you've got no room for error we do this so much even last season, and it's always been a bugbear of mine. I know that Mikel Arteta has this way of that he wants us to play out from the back. But there are some times where it's so concentrated that we're going to do that. We put ourselves under pressure or the opposition puts us under pressure. And the only route back is to the goalkeeper. Now you're putting him under pressure. And if it all goes wrong, sometimes you just got to hoof the ball out. Especially if you're going to be playing out from the back. The more they come onto you, the more space they're going to at some point leave behind them. And that's when you pick your moment to send one long and go into that space. So I always worry about this, putting the goalkeeper under pressure. It's unnecessary. It is. It's, uh, it was almost like playing an FA Cup game for a lot of the time um, against a lower league team that didn't want to play football. These people are the Swiss league champions. They didn't play like a team that wanted to do anything, really. And we, we let them get away with that. It's now, annoying. 
Now, I know nothing about this team, but I did hear on, I was listening to the radio this morning and uh, someone was talking about about the Zurich and they've lost a few of their key players. I think they lost their top striker yeah. and a couple of other key players. So they're probably not the team that they were when they when they won their league. But the next note I've got is is around about 10 minutes. And at 10 minutes, I thought that we settled, we settled much more, we were settling much more into the game. We seemed to be in control of the ball for long spells. And uh, even Jacker was it Jacker had that had a header, but he put it wide. Hmm. Yeah, there was there was quite a lot of that going on. Um, we got to start a new name here, Brandon Clinton Jones. He sounds like a um, a jazz oh, guitarist or a young Arsenal player with the hyphen name. Could be conservative or um, no. Not that. Um, Brandon says, as a US fan, Turner is a great shot stopper, but a terrible with his feet. He started soccer at 15 years old. Hmm. So it's, it's probably a case then that, you know, he plays goalkeeping in a very different way. And now he's probably trying, they're probably trying to coach him to play in a similar way to how Ramsdale plays. And I suppose it's something that he's either going to get used to it and pick it up and be comfortable with it, or he may never be able to grasp it if that's not in his wheelhouse. We'll find out. Paul Nell, who's American, says, I have zero confidence in Turner as an America, Americanian. And Data, who knows her stuff when it comes to football, says, Turner looks like he was a mistake signing Marquinhos, man of the match. Should we, should we just not go through the, the minutes for a little bit? Sure. And just talk, and just talk, I mean, we come back to the minutes. We were at about 15 minutes. And just talk about Marquinhos. That bloke made his debut. What a player. The confidence, the speed, the cutting in from one foot to the other. Uh, that was one of the most impressive debuts I've seen from someone who didn't expect him to do anything, did we? I mean, that's what he was doing for the under-21s. The blokes, it's, it's a thing of beauty, Stan. It's, so really got some, it's got some physique on him as well. It's quite a big lad. Oh, yeah, he's got well, right? the it's old low centre of gravity. Doesn't look like he needs to be beefed up like some young kids that come into the team. He looks like he's already quite sturdy. Reminded me a little bit. Remember when Serge Nabry came in for Walcott and we thought, oh, hello, you've got a yeah. player here. Sturdy. Yeah. Not yeah. going to get the ball off him too easily. No. The only way they did get the ball off of him was by fouling him, if you noticed. But um, again, it seems like Adu's done it again. He's found another one of these rough diamonds from from Brazil, like Martinelli. That nobody's for, really for three million, really. wasn't it? Yeah, three million. Mm. Right, and we've basically uh, snapped him away from under the noses of wolves as well. You oh, they've just sold him on to someone else anyway. BX says, "Go on." I was just going to say, uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise because as the as the transfer window was drawing to a close, you know, I was saying to some of the other guys over in Arsenal fan circle. Maybe we keep Marquinhos, if he's doing so well at the under-21 level, is that we keep him in the team until January to see how he goes. And we use the money that we were going to spend on a, on a winger because apparently there was that Rafinha money that I was thinking may have been kicking about. And we bring in another striker. If Marquinhos ain't up to it, up to scratch or up to snuff come January, then you can maybe look at bringing in, in, in a winger. So I'm glad that we didn't send him out on loan and that we've had an opportunity to take a look at him. And... It's good that you see him come in on his debut and he grasps the opportunity. It and it's productive. Magnificent to watch. Um, BX says here, Bert Leno, Bern Leno said it was a political signing. Well, I think we found that with um, uh, the bloke at Birmingham, whose name I can't remember. I'll send it back. Austin, yeah. Exactly. 
another one who is, uh, but he's he's doing really good at Birmingham apparently. Thunder Road says, nice to see Danny and especially Stan wearing black. I don't own, I don't own. Oh God, jeez, I got here comes. I don't own anything black. In fact, my car isn't even black; it's blue black. So, uh, but Stan he did make a. He decided to do that. It was very nice of you to pay a little bit of respect like that. But the only way I could do it is to turn my camera off, then it'd be black. But, yes. <laughs> um, Demsex says, I saw the Lionesses on Tuesday. They would have taken that team apart. Ten qualifying games, scored 80 goals, conceded none, Stan. Bloody hell. It's not bad, is it? Uh, if we could have some of that transferred over into the into the glass squad, that'd be lovely. Verbal back fit. Back fit says, why did we sign him then? Paul Neil says, ask Leno why we're only able to get 7 million from him. <laughs> uh, Carnage on Twitch. Hello, everybody on Twitch and everybody watching. At one point, I just had a look. When we first started, there was uh, 137 people watching us on Twitch, on Twitter, on Twitch, okay. uh, on Twitter. That's lasted for quite a while. Um, Carnage says, started soccer at 15. When will he start playing football? Uh, if someone's new here, you feel free to use soccer. We uh, we don't we don't discriminate if someone says soccer. We don't really care. We know what you mean. Um, Demsec, uh, now we know why we didn't go for a winger, possibly. Mm. Uh, th- uh, Paul says, uh, good thunder. That was horrendous. Verbal says, we could bring back that Ukrainian guy. What's he on about? We've got the Ukrainian um, guy. What Ukrainian guy? Yes. Um, oh, uh, oh got, got another name that I don't recognise here. Chev Chelios says, good evening. Hello to you. Nice to see some new names. Uh, Thunder says, hit thumbs up, folks. Well, only if you want to. You don't really have to. Um, right, Stan, the next... No- oh, scrolling. I've got to scroll up, haven't I? I was doing this... Uh, I've got a couple of notes, uh, one before the goal. 15th minute, most of the time Kieran Tierney is playing so far upfield he was like a left winger, while Martinelli is more infield in the 10-ish role with Eddie dropping deep. Did you notice today how so many players of our players are playing out of what position you would have thought they should be playing in? It's funny you said that because I've got a note somewhere along the way where I put uh, Gabriel Megalegs is basically playing in midfield now. Hmm. He spent, he spent so <laughs> it's the easiest way to pronounce it, right? So many, so many times that I could see that number six was running around in the midfield half. So, so you know, because it, it shows. Gone. I was just saying it depends on you know when you go you know when you before the game when you look for the lineups, right? They, they, on one lineup they had them set up in a kind of a four. What was it? A four three three. But on another one that I saw, it it had it set up with a three at the back, with four in midfield, with um, Tierney and um, uh, Marquinhos kind of as playing as wing backs, and it had sort of um, Enketia and Martinelli playing up front as a two. I did notice that in the when they uh, did the lineup for the Spurs game, they had Perisic playing up front with Kane. And uh, um, Rick Olsen playing as left wing back. I'm wondering, do these people know anything about any of these teams? Because 
Perisic can barely play left wing back. He's so old and, and decrepit. And lots of numbers brings up a point. It says uh, the mighty Kevin Campbell, who you can see on the hybrid squad with, with the wonderful Sophie, said on BT Sport that we aren't clinical, in, clinical enough, really need to improve our scoring against poor sides. Talking of scoring, Stan, tell us about the goal. Oh, there was a Martinelli tried a bicycle kick as well, didn't he? I didn't. Jacker do one. Or was that Jacker? Was that no, the last game Jacker did one? Martinelli tried one and it, and, it, and it didn't and it didn't come off. And then they're not easy to do. I mean, I can't even do them on FIFA, and that's just pressing one button. So let alone <laughs> like, trying my legs up into the air and actually getting it in the net. And then I've got um, my, and then Marquinhos had a shot as well, didn't he, before the goal? And I was a bit worried there because it, it, it was one of them like Thomas Party ones where he took a shot. And then he killed it. He ended up killing the pigeon. It was so far off target. I thought, oh, not another one. Not another one of these that just whacks the ball into nowhere. Did a lot um, of that tonight, didn't he? Having useless shots that went nowhere near the goal. But then just after that, mm, uh, the, ball, the, ball, the ball gets popped out and Eddie goes tearing off, doesn't he? He goes tearing off down the left. And I'm thinking, is it going to be another one of them situations where he gets himself, does all the hard work, brings the ball up the field and then he gets one on one with the keeper and somehow manages to stuff it up. But he doesn't do that. He, he looks and sees Marquinhos coming in, drills in a very, very low cross and Marquinhos just finishes it very sweetly. And you could see how much it meant to Marquinhos. I thought he was going to burst into tears. He was so what? like emotional, was... you know, and rightly so. He's a young lad and he's playing for the Arsenal. It's his first debut in the senior team away from home in the European game. And he opens up the scoring for us. I mean, what a rival. When was the last time we saw a um, an Arsenal player celebrate like that when he scored a goal? Never. I'll tell you, I, I, I tell you, I tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Gabriel Megalegs' debut. Because he wasn't initially supposed to play on that in that game, if I remember rightly. But we were oh, so bare. You know, they wanted to set they wanted him to settle in and watch a game, but we were so threadbare that we we had to play him and he scores on his debut as well. I may sound a little bit disheartened. Um, Cedric as well. He scored on his debut. A screamer, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, just, uh, I had some fresh double cream. Really I think I've overdone the, uh, the lactose. So I'm feeling a bit yippy. Um, Demsec says, Katie and Martinelli don't play well together. Both want the ball wide and high. Now that's a good point. I did notice that when one had the the ball, the we weren't getting a oh, it would be a, a, a great way. A, a, a um, Ashley Cole and Bobby Perez. That would be the ideal kind of um, left back, left midfield, left winger kind of uh, thing playing together. And uh, yeah, well, you there think was a they're lot kind of too cluttered, but they're making it too cluttered because they want to occupy the same areas. Well, Martinelli does like to get like to get back and get the ball, and KT does like to get forward, and never the two should meet. But there was a lot of I think there was a lot of confusion in who was playing in what position. I expect most of them to get an earful from from the gaffer, um, well, definitely at half time, and again at full time. I mean, uh, mid just just while we're touching on our fullbacks, I mean, um, you know, and initially I was under the impression that our our number one starting fullbacks was Tommy Asu and Kieran Tierney, but I'm not so sure now, and I'm not. Su- I'm not sure if Mikel Arteta is now sure what his number one fullbacks are because you can't just keep rotating them every other game. You've got to have some kind of consistency in your back line, you know, so that everybody gets an understanding. And I've got a feeling that maybe Mikel 
is now a little bit, you know, with how good Zinchenko has been playing, you know, with how good uh, Ben White is playing out there as a right back. I think it's given him a lot to think about. And I think he's a little bit unsure because even I'm unsure now. I'm not sure who, who our number one fullbacks are supposed to be. Yeah, that was going to ask you a question about that. With um, Do you think with uh, Gabriel being the one out of the three main centre-backs playing today, um, that he may be the... That may have shown who is um, Arteta's favourite for the two centre-back positions. Yeah, I think he, he's he got a lot of faith in them, in Gabriel. I think Gabriel brings a lot of qualities that he probably likes. He's quite a bit... He's quite a... It seems to be quite a leader there at the back. And you've also got a centre-back that scores goals. Didn't didn't he score the most goals in the Premier League last season or something like that? He's got some sort of record for scoring goals as a central defender. And you it can never do with, you can never do without that. If you've got somebody at the back that can mm. chip in with with with, with a, a good number of goals a season, you can't leave him out. It does remind me a little bit of remember Gilberto who used to always pop up. I think Gilberto's last season he may have got six or seven goals all competitions. Mm. That does remind me yeah. of that. And it is a very um a very useful tool when you've got someone who, who's good with the ball in, in the air and uh, can do stuff like that. But I think we're, we're displaced. Some, three ball it, it's, it's, some of uh, the goals that Gabriel, I said he's good with his feet yeah. as well. Some of the goals that he scores, like you think, is that a striker? Then is, is, that, is that a number nine that's fallen upside down on the shirt? Oh, no, it is the number hmm. six, Gabriel. I mean, he's still only 24, Ben White's 24, Saliba's 21. That that they have got a decade before, or maybe best part of a decade before they peak. Yeah, some centre backs are still at their very best in their early thirties. So we just got so many great players. Uh, Midwest Guna says, "Is the Everton game postponed?" Uh, Deke was saying earlier he thinks it may well be. I have got no idea, but it's going to be a whole week of mourning and all that other kind of stuff. So uh, everything in this country is going to grind to a halt, which is uh, quite right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how these things time. work. I don't know if it's a case where they, you know, it's one of the things where the funeral will happen really quickly, like this like this weekend, no, or whether there'll be so. a period of what they call, you know, they, they lie in state, right? That's well, she's coming back down from Scotland on the, the Royal Train. Oh, wow, well, that'd be weeks then, man. The train service these days are terrible, man. Mm, and two delayed. days, 25 years and two days after Diana passed as well. Really? Okay. Mm. Um, Demsek says... The girls are back in the uh, chat box. Oh, saucy. Uh, Demsek says, my complaint is the team is trying to pass the ball in, shoot earlier there. But we saw against um, against Man United when we were shooting to... No, no, it wasn't. We weren't shooting enough then as well. Mm. It is very, very, very annoying. And... Uh, we're lucky that we, we managed to get this, but they were lucky to get their goal. But read a few more comments. Uh, Jota, Ortiz, Marquinhos playing his way into our first sub option. Well, with the number of games we're coming up, I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe start a Premier League game, depending on who we're playing. Demsex says, Katie and Martinelli can be selfish with the ball. Also mm. noticed some of that. And uh, right back is Tommy, left back is Zinchenko. Um, J-Rob, Loki, how's... How's it? Oh, no, that's not to me. Ah, oh, Mr. Hertz. Uh, the reason why I don't like Mexicans is here. And I don't like AC Milan. Both your fault, young man. Uh, right, let's move on to a... So we talked about the goal. Did we talk about the goal? Yeah. Yeah, we did. I thought I we did. I it down, didn't I? Yes. Uh, the next note I've got, because my mum was here, was 42nd minute. 
<laughs> so I take it you've got something in the half an hour between the goal and the 42nd well, minute. After Marquinhos scored that lovely goal, he was in fouled, wasn't he? Just very quick, very soon after that, you know, people were trying to let him know that they were there because he's only a, he's a young kid, right? And I suppose some of these big hairy-ass men, they just want to sort of like leave the boot on him to let him know that they're there and try and intimidate him out of the game. But that didn't work. He kept going. I thought maybe he was going to shrink away, you know, because he seemed to be getting a lot of attention from them. But he kept going. Um, <coughs> look, then just after uh, after the foul, T-Bag, he tried to uh, chip the keeper. Almost, he almost <laughs> pulled it off as well. <laughs> there was a lot of that. Fifty percent of those shots that we had from Noah would have uh, been on target. But the amount of time, I mean, even when Jesus came on at the end, I think three times he shot right at the goalkeeper. I'd, I'd expected more from them. Uh, Carlito Elguna, hello, Governor, says this game was harder than it should have been. Very true. Uh, a new name I've not seen before, Ravin Kapoor. I think we could have been much more composed today. It was. It was indeed. That's That's very what well I think I'm seeing in its early days because you, you look at Teabag, right, and you look at Odegaard, they're kind of like jostling for that position. And there'll be games when one will be rested or one will come off and the other one will come on during the game. And I think what the difference is between the two of them is, is that uh, Odegaard likes to probably try and move the ball as much as he can, whereas Teabag likes to take a shot. You know, he he he's not he doesn't seem afraid to to, to, oh, to have yeah. a to have a go and try and pop one in, and we need that. And I hope that that doesn't get ironed out of him. And before long, he's also trying to walk the ball in across the across the goal line. He did a magnificent. Um, did you cover that magnificent ball? Because uh, I have very short term memory at the moment. Um, he did like like the ball he did against Man United. Or he mm. called it in from the right-hand side into the path of, I can't remember who it was, did the same kind of ball again today. And you're thinking, that boy has got the ability, no wonder he's got so many assists, just to cut up teams and and yeah. uh, break stuff down, which is uh, which is wonderful. Sorry, someone's asking me, who's Teabag? And someone else says, sorry, Fabio Vieira just reminds me of Teabag from Prison Broke. Theodore Bagwell, he's a spit. And when I was writing my notes, it was quicker to write Teabag than... Fabio Vieira. And it's I've got a one. I have to do that with some of the players, otherwise I'm never gonna uh, never gonna remember. I'm just trying to find a, a picture so I can show people. Right, what other notes have you got then? Because I've only got up to the forty second minute so far, and that's doing no one any favours. Right, yeah, there was uh, there was um, a header from Jacker as well, wasn't there, who headed wide from Fabio Vieira's corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go on so again I mean I don't know if you've noticed over the last few games you know Jack is getting quite into scoring positions isn't he I mean he scored one then I think it was the following game didn't he hit the post and the previous game he'd hit the post and then today he's having headers so you know I think um, we're going to start seeing more goal contributions coming in from from Jack just by the way that he's getting into these he's getting into these um into these wonderful positions, and then, um, and then I've, and then I've got uh, around about twenty-five minutes. From what I've got here, I thought Arsenal were looking in control, and we were piling on the pressure. You know, we were using the ball quite a lot. We weren't letting them get a sniff of the ball, um, and then um, Teabag was fouled. Here you go, people. Oh, and then their and then their keeper. Yeah, I mean, it's close. That is close, man. <laughs> 
That is T-Bag from Prison Break on the left and Fabio Vieira from Arsenal on the right. I think that's the one way around or the other. Slightly gaunt look, a large forehead, uh, dodgy dodgy goatee that I should both get rid of and grow a full beard or not bother. Uh, menacing eyebrows and that, that look that says, I'm going to kill you and no one will ever find out. I could kill you and no one would ever find out. So there you go, people. That's why Teabag, he shall forever be known as Teabag. Yeah, Theodore uh, Bagwell. And then yes. I noticed as well that the goalkeeper put in his... Do you notice? He, he he went behind the goal and he put in his special secret gloves. I didn't I notice that he got some I new thought, gloves. Here comes trouble. He's been waiting <laughs> for the moment to put in the, the special secret gloves. So he put, in, he put those on. Yeah. And then uh, Eddie gave away the penalty. And then in my house, it was around that time when all hell broke loose. I put uh, 42nd minute. Tommy fails to clear the ball properly from a header. It goes, rather than going backwards or to the left, it goes to the right. And then Eddie goes, oh, fuck, I'm not a defender. The ball's come between me and this other bloke. What do I do? Uh, kick it. So he goes to kick it. And then he's, this bloke next to him goes, yes, senor, I see you're not. You're not a defender. Watch this wrapped himself around him like some kind of octopus. And man, the referee went, that'll be a penalty then. And then he went, oh, but please, sir, please, sir, I don't know what I'm doing, sir. And then uh, they took the penalty. Is that how you saw it? Yeah, kind of. And then and then, and then, then it was half time. You know, we won, you know, it's, it's now, uh, you know, we're going, into, we're going in there drawing and it's, and it's half time now. And then this is when everything just went bedlam in my house. My mum was rigging me from Cyprus. Mm-hmm. asking me if I'm okay. And I thought she was talking about the football, but she wasn't. She was talking about the Queen. And my girlfriend, was, my missus was rigging me, asking me if I'm okay. And I'm like, you're not talking about football again, are you? She's like, no. How are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm going to do a podcast with Danny afterwards. And it was, so then I started missing a lot of the game because the game, as I've mentioned to you earlier, I had no commentary. And so all I could just hear was crowd noise and not pick, have, you know, I can train myself to listen to the, a football match and talk on the phone. That's years of so, practice. So, so, so my next note doesn't, nothing for me happened until the 61st minute. Well, because my mum had buggered off, I was the other way around. I've just seen my Twitter and, uh, where is he, Ravin? Thank you very much for following me on Twitter. It's very nice of you, sir. Um, what else have people put in the chat before I start banging out notes at an alarming rate after my shoddy, lacklustre notes because for the I, first I, I half? I mean, as I say, I thought that first half, you know, from what I remember it, because I watched that half quite intently, I thought we were, we were doing okay. You know, I thought that we were in control of the of the game, you know. Uh, we were moving the ball around really well. And um, some of the players that I was keeping my eye on that I wanted to see, like Eddie and uh, Teabag and Marquinhos, I thought they were all giving a good account of themselves. Yeah. Um, Brandon says, um, is there a clear ranking difference between PSV, Bodo Glimit and FC Zurich? I assume Bodo are the worst, given I haven't heard of them, but I don't know. Bodo, well... Didn't, didn't, wasn't, didn't the Bodo, no, the Bodo got made extinct back in the early 1800s. It was I, like, think, I think that's the Dodo. Oh, the Dodo. Okay, no. Easy, I don't know who mistake. they are. So Bodo were play, uh, playing in the same group as Roma last season and smashed Jose Mourinho's Roma 6-2 at home and they drew 2-2 away. And Ooh, I think they were okay. the Norwegian champions. Uh, FC Norwegian, Zurich. okay. 
Uh, FC Zurich are the Swiss champions, but they've lost their manager and their top goal scorer. Ah, oh, Mark is there. Oh, Mark. Uh, Kalito, we lack that killer instinct. We have. We have seen that too many times. This Every game this season, we've seen we've had plenty of chances. Jesus isn't actually putting them away. Um, maybe it well, is. Uh, I think it was the last game we had 22 chances, right? The game yeah. before that, it was like 16. I mean, um, we're doing all. We're doing game. the hard bit. The hard bit is creating it. I think this game we had eighteen. Wow! So it, it's just like last season. We're just not doing it. And do you think if Eddie doesn't start, how, how many goals? Eddie's going to start all six games, group games. How many goals do you think would you want from Eddie to show that he's he's progressing? It's got to well, be five, well, hasn't it? Well, he's this is his sixth appearance this season, right? This is his sixth appearance, and yeah, but um, they don't count today. He hasn't. They're not starts. No, but I mean, one of those games though, he is on for thirty-five minutes. I mean, it's almost a half. Right, so I mm. count it as a, as a, I count them as appearances. It's not like he's only coming on for five minutes here and there. He is getting some good game time to, and, and which is enabling him to make contributions because I'm seeing him getting into goal scoring positions. I'm seeing him, you know, he's a hustle and bustle player. You know, he has a lot of pace on him and he stretches them and he does the hard bit. I saw one where the ball was pinged over the top and he brought the ball out of the air and kept running with it and done the hard bit and he just couldn't put it away. Just couldn't, he just couldn't put it away. So, so in his six appearances, he's had one goal now and one assist, I believe, in six games. Yeah, you know, is that going to is that going to be his is that going to be his average? Well, that's you can bend stats or, one way or the other. I'm just taking it as he's he started one game and he scored one goal, which is which is okay. But I want more from him. He did work hard. He was he was out wide. Another player that was out wide a lot as well. I don't want to see. I don't want my my winger, my my strikers, but the person who you think is the one that you want to score the goals. I don't want them going out wide. I want them to be there, really waiting for the ball, shooting, and don't shoot at the goalie. Try and shoot where the goalie isn't going to be. I think that's how football works. Yeah, you think that sometimes they think they're playing sting ups. Fifty-first <laughs> mm. uh, minute, good work from Jacko midfield. Thread the ball to KT, who runs with it and has a powerful shot, but the goalie dives to block it and then picks it up after. 53rd minute, Eddie stumbles through their defence. I think this is what you were talking about. Dodging three players, has a shot, a very weak shot. Didn't see that. Ah, you he come across from the right and zigzagged in through a few of them as he was stumbling. Uh, he kept his balance. Again, done all then, the hard work, I guess. Done the hardest yeah, bit. But he didn't have, he wasn't on a steady foot to be able to take a shot. I think it was just a, um, a weak shot. 54th minute, good work down the left from KT. Gets it to Tommy, who has a terrible shot and goes way over. We are just shooting from anywhere now, like we are 2-1 down in the cup final with five minutes to go. 56th minute, another good attack. Zigzag passing from the defence to attack. Ball down the left with Martinelli, as, and he has a shot while being tackled. Um, and I'll put the next, uh, put, they should start to tire soon. Uh, they did. 57th, stop me, San, if, you, if I'm going over any of the minutes you've come up to. 57th minute, we get a free kick near the halfway line. We pass sideways, we pass back, we pass back, we pass sideways, we pass back, we pass sideways, then back to our keeper. For fuck's sake. What, I didn't what? see that, and I'm glad. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm disappointed to hear that that's beginning to creep back into our game. I think they're possibly trying to draw them out because they were so tight-knit and defensive. Yeah. And whenever we tried anything, they're just like with Eddie. He had to dribble it past three players to get anywhere. And I mean, it's a win. That No one's going to look back at this and go, 
you know that that game against Zurich, that um, uh, that free kick that we took. Oh, it's terrible. They're going to look back in the books and go two one one three points. Move yeah, on away from yeah. home. Yeah. Um, and then the fifty eighth minute, they had a shot from almost the halfway line and almost caught Turner out. That was a. Uh, he was Did running they? backwards to try and yeah. catch that. Yeah, I think they tried a cheeky lob over him. 60th minute, great half-lob ball from Martinelli to Xhaka, and he also puts it over. Um, and then have you got the goal on 61 minutes? Yeah, Marquinhos Mar- Mar- again was involved. He crosses the ball, uh, he comes over to the back post, and, and Eddie's there just to head it in. Great work from Tommy in the build-up, though. Yeah, Didn't, don't remember that bit. No. No. It was good. He got the ball, ran out of mid, ran out of defence a bit, carried on going, and uh, set him. Oh, I thought he'd fallen over, and set him up really, really. That is what Eddie is there for. I don't want. That's why I don't want Eddie out wide. I don't want him coming deep. I want Eddie to be there, six foot one, still growing, ready there to to nod it in one, uh, uh, two one up, and then I, after that, expect them to crumble. Now, that was an error. Uh, triple substitution by us. If anybody uh, didn't see it, it was um, Zinchenko, Saka and Erdegaard on for Tyranny, Marquinhos and Vieira. And as soon as we did that, because Marquinhos and Vieira yeah. were the two for us that were doing the most creativity, were the biggest threats, the game kind of died on its ass then, didn't it? Really? So the game didn't actually improve no. with Odegaard no. coming on? Uh, and I know all you, you know the, the names that you read out there. They're off, they're part of the first team, right? So you would yep. have thought that that would have, if anything, should have given it a bit of a lift. You'd have hoped. Yeah, that's disappointing to hear. Um, I think they just went more defensive, and like I've put here, seventy-fifth minute, everything we do is either getting shut down or fouled, and it was just constant. And you're thinking, oh. So maybe um, Arteta thought, look, we're 2-1 up. They, they don't really show much of a chance of scoring. We find out later they had a quite a good chance of scoring. Um, then 77th minute, Jesus on for Eddie. I had hoped more from Eddie. He worked very hard, though, and scored a goal, so can't grumble too much. No. 80th minute, Jesus had a curling shot, but again, right at the goalkeeper. Um, my next note, I haven't put a minute by it, but after the 80th minute, just constant fouling now. Uh, have you got anything after that? No. Uh, okay. I mean, 83rd. I mean, for me, I mean, Eddie got a goal. Andy got an assist as well. I mean, I think he had a good game today, and and I'm yeah. and I'm, and I'm pleased for him. You know, yep. he wouldn't have, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have looked good for him if he had if he'd finished a goal the game without a goal and an assist, and and then you got someone like Marquinhos first day in the side and that grabs a goal. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, Demsek puts, uh, this was the type of game crying out for an old school striker. Yep. They're not exactly playing quality football in Switzerland. So when it does come down to basics of uh, not being allowed to play well, you need a Giroud, you need an Alan Smith, you need someone who's elbows and uh, Kevin Campbell, who's just going to get up there, power their way through and just, just push through and uh, yeah, play hardball with them the same way they was with us. Mark says, I want to see these fringe players doing much more to stake a claim to the first team. Marquinhos and Vieira showed some quality. They did. And Mark follows that up with, my pet hate is when a player passes back without turning and looking forward. That seems to be the uh, a touch yeah. of the old nennies there. My next note, 83rd minute, Saka set, set free. Saka set free. Oh, yeah. Saka set free down the right, then cuts in and couldn't even beat his first man for fuck's sake corner. 
Again, they just stood there, blocked him, went out for a corner, did fuck all with a corner. At my last note, 82nd, 86th minute, great break by Erdegaard out to Martinelli, who let this should have been a goal, who, who crosses it low into the box. Jesus, he could see Jesus running into space. No one was following him right near the penalty area, penalty spot. And Jesus just hits it at the keeper. Martinelli should have been furious at that because he could have probably made a little bit more of a run. But uh, Jesus. What minute, just, what minute was that? 86th minute. Oh yeah, by the eighty-sixth minute, my mum had got gotten up to the nineteen seventy-seven Silver Jubilee party that oh, we had no. in our street for the Queen. So I was still reminiscing about that. that. Yeah, so I all of that. <laughs> then we had four minutes for the rest of the game, five minutes of injury time, and they were the dominant side. A couple of times we'd have a quick really? break, but it was them. They were all over us, and they, they'd made some substitutions. I think the last substitution they made, going to go and have a look at it, was. They made two substitutions in the 80th minute and yeah, they took off their striker and I think somebody else later on and they looked the better team. They, If it looked like if anybody was going to score from about the 80th minute onwards, it was uh, probably going to be them once uh, Jesus missed that, that sitter. But he side-footed it right into the chest of the goalkeeper and low down. The goalkeeper didn't even have to do much work to get it, but we won. We won, Stan. Can't grumble. Right. The Rothman's triple yearbook isn't going to have a little asterisk next to the two winners and say we, we played quite badly and we're lucky to win. Well, it's, it's just going to go three points. It doesn't sound uh, low key 1973. I got one of them coins as well. And then we had to like, and then we we done this thing where we made like resin and put the coin in it, like a resin block thing with the big fucking silver coin thing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, it seems sense to me though that, well, as I said, I, I did watch the first half. And I, I didn't think that we did. I thought we was all right in the first half. It sounds in the second half, especially when you say that the substitutions that we made were, you know, what we would call first team players. You thought, if anything, the quality would have increased, not decreased. So that mm. is a bit concerning that we managed to finish off the game poorly when we've, when we've got some of our better players on, if you know what I mean. Yes, indeed. Anybody got any questions or any BAM notes or anybody want to summarise what they thought about the game? Put it in the comments. I'll uh, highlight it and read it out. Other than that, I think we are all done on this uh, solemn day. I'm not really in the mood to go yabbering on. We've done 40 minutes, which is 20 minutes longer than I thought we would. It's because your your, uh, your sparkling conversation, Stan, always makes me... Uh, we always end up chatting for ages. And uh, just looking at the stats from the game from... Goals, uh, expected goals, 2.7 for us, 1.2 for them. This is from uh, Scott Willis, O underscore that underscore crab. I'm nicking his tweet. Shots, 18 to 10. On target, we had eight. They had three. Uh, shots from open open play shots, 15 to eight. Possession, 70 30. Passes complete. We, we did 669 passes, 580 were complete compared to their 188 were complete. Uh, field tilt, don't know what that means. Final third entries, 91. Expected threat created, 4.6. Don't know, that's nonsense. Zone 14 touches. Scott's just making stuff up now. I've got no idea what that means. Uh, successful dribbles, we had 18. Tackles, 14 to their 26. See? They are, they, I think they got uh, 20 out of 26 successful tackles. They were just... And then interceptions, they had eight. Blocked passes, they had five. 19 clearances from them, we had 17. And 11 fouls to our seven. 
So uh, okay. cheers, Scott, for that. I don't know what some of those things mean, but maybe some people do. It's a very good follow on the Twitter. It gives you loads of stuff. So we, we don't we don't know at this at this point then what if there's going to be fixtures on Saturday, right? Everything could 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 change, right for this mm-hmm. for this weekend. So, I mean, it was supposed. What was our fixture on this weekend? It was Sunday against Everton, right? Was it? Was it Everton? Yeah, yeah. Home, Sunday at home or at, Was it supposed to be at home or at theirs? It was. Uh, we were at home at two o'clock okay. Sunday afternoon. Okay. So, you know, whether that game happens or not, I mean, a, a lot of players from the first team didn't play today. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't be a problem. And is Thomas Partey coming back from an injury or something? Did I hear I that? I think Charles Watts said on his YouTube channel, another one you should go and subscribe to, although yeah. Charles does spend 11 minutes doing a, a, a bit and then he'll go blah, 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 and then he'll repeat it and then he'll go, as I said earlier, and then he'll go blah, 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 and then he'll repeat it. So it's only a four-minute show, but he repeats everything three times. But he's a wonderful bloke. I really like his shows. One of the few that I watch. He said that Thomas has said he will be back next week, but he doesn't think Arteta wants him back next week, wants him to rest a little bit more. But, wow, we sure as hell do miss him. Um, we miss him, but I don't want us to rush him back like we've done in yeah. the past, only for him to like get banjaxed again and sit, sit out longer. Banjaxed. A word my mother uses... Uh, Party wants to play Sunday, says Demsec. If the game is on, I think if the game is, there is, uh, they probably will cancel all the games and quite rightly too. But other than that, people, I think that's the entire show. There's only five people now watching on Twitter. I think there's three watching on, how many of you are watching on Twitch? There is uh, three on Twitch and there's 44 on YouTube. Someone's just popped in. Hello. If you, if you like what we do here, feel free to, uh, Subscribe. It costs uh, ninety nine ninety nine a month. We will send the bailiffs around if you don't pay. And uh, if you're on Twitch, uh, I think how do you, you follow the channel? This, they should all come together and go. Do you follow? Do you subscribe? Do you like? Because somewhere you subscribe, you got to pay for. And it's uh, it's confusing. Oh, Jack four three four three, my kind of formation, says mm. uh, the game was meh, but we take three points and we go again. Exactly. Very very true. Exactly. We can't do much more than that. Um, Stan, that's it. That's the show done. Where can yeah. people find you on, on the on the Twitters? You can find me right here at Stan underscore the underscore man 68. And you can also find me talking about Arsenal over on the Arsenal fan circle. There will be, I, I'm not sure whether there's a show this evening. I'm not sure whether Ray is uh, going to do a show or not because of what's happened, but it's usually on a Thursday and on a Sunday. Oh, what's it? Oh, why can't I ever remember the bloke who runs it? I can never remember Ray. his name. Ray. Probably because it sounds like Ryan. Like a that's Ray probably why. Oh, that's nice of you, Jack. Jack says, my condolences to the Brits for the loss of the Queen. Cheers, Jack. Very nice of you. Uh, Loki says, good show. Uh, top show says, Mark. Jack, thanks, Dan, always. Uh, you have to make sure you're here um, next time, uh, Jack. And we'll say hello. It's always nice to have people here. Now, we had a nice comment in the YouTube um, from one of the other shows. It is nice to have a show where people aren't shouting and screaming and arguing at each other because there's far too many of those shows where they go, oh, I think it's black. No, it's white. No, it's black. No, it's definitely white. You know nothing. No, it's white. It's black. It's black. No, we just talk about football like you would normally. It's, it's confrontation. Well, I can do confrontation. You should see when someone parks their car half on the pavement. Oh, mama. <laughs> I use the C word quite a lot. 
Um, even though I'm sat down and red rag, I'm extremely intimidating, and the bloke ended up shutting up. And then I went, "Don't effing park there again, you c-word," because I had to go down to the road to get past him. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, and lots of numbers. Thanks, guys. Great effort after a dull game, but with something significant to some happening at the same time. Yeah, was waffles. You're going to get a five-minute timeout for being late. Sai says, bring back Jason. We need some spice. Fucking hell. I still can't stand talking to Welsh people because of that. I have I have PTWD, post-traumatic Welsh disorder because I've been all those pods. He's a lovely man and he's great at what he does. It's just, uh, just got a little bit too much at times. Uh, right, we're going to go. Um, we What day is it? It's Thursday. Yeah, we might be back. If we if we do play at the weekend, we will be back. So it's a two o'clock. There might not be a preview show because I am buggered if I'm going to get up that early to do it. But you never know. Today I woke up at 11 o'clock after four hours sleep and was ready to get up. Then the blood nurse come round and jibber-jabbed me five times to get blood out of me, and I wasn't too happy about that. Uh, so you never know, I might wake up early. But if not, we will be live about 10 past four after the Everton game. Um on this very sad day where uh, Queen Elizabeth II passed, uh, just remember, be nice to people that you love because one day they will be gone or you'll be gone. So make the most. And if you have a partner who isn't British and doesn't understand it, and if you can milk some sympathy out of them, you milk it. Hey, Stan, you milk it. You milk it good. Yeah. That's what Stan will be doing. Anyway, cheers, Stan. Cheers, Danny. Cheers, Stan. Thank you, everyone. Cheers, everybody else. And there won't be any outro. We'll just end the show because it's... Um, a little bit more appropriate. So see you all later. Goodbye.